club hopping, trying to get me some. Bad bitches wanna get me sprung. Early in the morning, I'm waking, baking, drinking, contemplating. Ain't no such thing as Satan. Evil is what you make it. Thank the Lord for that burning bush. That big body beans I was born to push. On my way, I'm burning cush. Nigga, don't be worried about us. Neighbors knocking on the door. Asking, can we turn it down? I say, ain't no music on. She said, no, that weed is loud. Nigga, we ballin'. Straight swaggin', lost heart, but I'm maintaining. Hello, hello, hello. Good afternoon. How y'all doing? Welcome to Two Cents for Conversation. I'm your host, Vija. Um, today's DJ spin was Just As I Am by Kid Cudi. I do not own the rights, so please don't sue me. Um, happy Valentine's Day, everybody. You know, I put up the front that I'm this grumpy old grouch, or I used to, and that it is no big deal. But you know what? Every Valentine's Day, I end up getting super emotional because I really do take the time to appreciate, like, my friends and people who, like, have just cared for me and nurtured me. So, special shout out to my best friend, my child's godmother, Ani. Shout out to my uh, friend and co-worker, Melody. Um, shout out to my homeboy, Eric's and Chris. Happy birthday to Briss, by the way. Um, I don't know if y'all niggas listen, but in case y'all do, shout out. And, you know, just thank you for the love and support y'all giving me. And, you know, it ain't always about relationships, sex, and love, and intimacy. Like, we need to really normalize platonic friendships. And I know I know, it's the pot calling the kettle pearl or whatever you want to call it. I know that's not the phrase. I'm trying to reverse it to make, make it seem like I know I'm sounding real kumbaya-ish right now because I'm very a very conflictive person with my group of friends. But I really do like want to have better relationships. That's what I went into therapy with today. So... Um, moral of the story is let's just take the a beginning moral let's just take the time to appreciate like other ways of love in our life you know what I mean so happy Valentine's Day to all my listeners thank you for the support I love y'all too and let's jump into it now to shift gears to absolute drama and mess so I think this is gonna be the final episode of this season um I know I really don't post a lot I don't know I'm just in a weird place with actually posting these um what do you want to what do I want to call them today these not journals but um these episodes I I don't really want to say episodes because like I'm really starting to like get back into the groove of it for the moment I don't know y'all enjoy it while it lasts because next month when my baby daddy go back to work and he's off of full-time daddy duty not full-time but you know what I mean like when he's back at work and we both got a big you know juggle the baby back and forth um with picking him up and stuff I don't know how often y'all get me y'all probably get me on Thursdays and that's another reason why I don't post is because I don't have a set posting date so I really do appreciate my listeners with my sporadic um posting and you know episodes and stuff like that and conversations I really do appreciate y'all 
and you know for everybody so when i do start posting hopefully people will have enough stuff to listen to and go back on if you know this is just conversation for a slow day if you ain't got no if you don't feel like talking to anybody but you want to have a conversation because i get it like sometimes really talking to people about crazy stuff can be draining so just think of this as a way to have a conversation without let me drain my energy for y'all y'all could just have the conversation without the energy energy being drained so let's jump into it um this Kanye analyzation because this nigga got my full attention I ain't gonna lie he done he didn't trap me in the mess the drama he got me in the drama so um this is part three last week we touched on um him talking about his culture his black kids and it's kind of like well you got with a white woman and you're still continuing to date white women so uh, i don't i'm not gonna jump at the i'm not gonna jump at the black children my black children my black culture is in jeopardy because yeah so and then the week before is when all this mess started with him divorcing kim getting back in a more you know a culturally he he's coming back to the culture pretty much now that he's out of the matrix with kim kardashian per se i don't think it's completely her fault to be honest as a woman there are just some things you gotta admit and one of them things is when your nigga starts to trip and if she to me if she done went from kanye to pete davidson the snl comedian gritty humor ass pete davidson but to an impressive roster ariana grande's pete davidson um who else did he fucking date uh did he date he dated somebody else and he was like that nigga must be packing or some shit so laying laying it down shit but anyways i don't know i just feel like from a to a drastic taste in men it wasn't all her with kanye and he low-key lashing out and being a little inappropriate and the reason why we're all here today is because he's putting the tea out there and you know what at, at some point and i don't i don't think it's completely um promoting i i don't think this these are promotion antics because he, he is about to drop an album i guess in a week or so i don't think this is that because it's kanye kanye don't need to get into no shenanigans to promote an album so i don't think it's that i think this nigga is really going through something and maybe he feels unheard and un and misunderstood so he's putting it out there because that's like i feel like it's also what desperate people do like and it to sympathy to give Kanye sympathy maybe he is just really going through a lot and he feels like I can believe that Kim Kardashian would paint a narrative to make Kanye out the bad guy even if he didn't do anything and maybe he feels that way um so maybe he's just trying to get his side of the story out before she you know does the kardashian thing about it um but some things it's kind of like nigga the less you would have say like she's doing 
the more ammo your lawyer would have and her lawyer whoever it may be if she even go into that level because it kind of seems like she's trying to figure something out with him but he him behaving this way is making it difficult on her and that's as a woman and a new woman with a child I can kind of believe but I don't know so I'm on the fence with it it's my black side versus my woman's side like oh I don't know so anyways um that's happening that's just a recap so this week's episode um Kanye lashed out on Instagram not only at Pete Davidson and Kim Kardashian like he's been doing for the month and a half but he went off on Billie Eilish I English Eilish so she's a really big soft rock pop musician I don't know I've never heard not a fucking song from her she's not I'm not her audience respect to her I heard she's really really talented I haven't heard anything I like but then again I haven't looked so I'm not gonna comment on uh, comment on that but she is really like Grammy acclaimed and all this other stuff right so she's up there with Kanye so <laughs> um and this is why I paid Kid Cudi today so let's rewind a couple weeks back and I spoke about this too Travis Scott the Astro World Festival and everything now so because of that whole tragedy rest in peace to those people prayers and thoughts and sympathy to their family so everybody had this whole hoopla about the astral world fest blaming travis calling him demonic calling it a sacrifice commenting on the inadequate preparation commenting on the edges on the capitalistic greed of all, all of it all of it but a majority of it was blaming travis and acting like he didn't care and he didn't do anything about it right so we're not performers we're not mega artists like travis scott is we're never going to know what that type of environment is what that type of reality is being on a stage of that many people we can comment all day long on what we saw from the angles we saw it but we're never going to know end of the story end of story okay so um because of that artists are being put on the spot about how they crowd control how they engage and you know um work with their audience and everything there's a real art to it and that's why if any artist is has become a mega star even if you don't feel like they're talented if they're a good performer as well that is a talent in itself because crowd control is fucking serious and kudos to it like people talk about cardi b's uh you know lyricism or her ghostwriting and her just going pop and all this other stuff everybody comments on that but people also forget that cardi b is also a really 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 good performer and then on the flip side nikki is an am amazing i newly say that writer musician artist you know what I mean? But she, I, I, I haven't tuned into it, so I'm not going to say she's not a good performer, but I've seen Nicki Minaj dance, and it ain't 
the girl can't dance okay um sweetie is another so sweetie is another one you know recently people calling her out like girl you cannot perform worth a damn like you are a cute face like that is it so city girls i i kind of like city girl how the city girls performed but people made comments so there's that anyways as i digress so crowd control and your actual performance and how you engage with your audience is a talent as well so um you know we're never gonna know what travis saw what travis reaction was it's a whole different world up there so yes it's partly his fault because there is evidence that he encourages rowdiness at his concerts for the sake of energy and engagement and that's how he engages with his people but at the same time there's so many other elements to it so there's that so everybody made this hoopla and is blaming travis now artists are um being more conscious about their crowd control and so um Sorry, the cops are Damn. I was smoking, too. So. I'll just play it cool like I'm on the phone. So. Ooh. I'm seeing some shit pop off. Wait, what's she doing? Oh, shit. What the hell? Am I watching? Hold on. Pause. Wait a minute, y'all. Breaking news. The cops have a suspicious package delivering it to a random person. Hmm. What is happening? Maybe she knows her. I don't know. They kind of look like they could be related. Hmm. Sorry, y'all. I'm being nosy. This is how Seth Rogen got caught up in Pineapple Express being nosy about some cops and shit. Smoking parks, smoking weed, being nosy about some cops, but it's broad daylight, so I think I'm I'm good. I won't be in no Pineapple Express situation. I don't know who I would go to first either, to be like, oh shit, look what I saw. I probably go to my homegirls. No, I probably go to see my nigga first, cause he with all the tea. Damn, this street is getting so busy. Like now, there's like a random car parking and shit. Y'all know how I do. I be sitting in the car talking to y'all. Just because it's like a peace of mind and I'm by myself. So nobody can be in my business with these conversations. So anyways, I'm going to watch this while I keep talking to y'all about what I was talking about. So um, now artists are sitting here being extra cautious about their crowd control and their engagement and things like that. So recently, I guess Billie Eilish did, did that and was concerned about one of her concert goers having an asthma attack and making sure he got they got escorted out you know and got the attention they needed right so and I'm only laughing because it's so petty like (laughs) I live for it so Kanye goes Ooh, oh i'm seeing all the valentine's day shit popping off Ooh, i see somebody with some fancy asian gifts you know like you know chinese gifts are fancy and some big old flowers Ooh, i like it i'm here for it so um 
Oh shit, what is this cop doing? This shit is so sketchy. What the fuck? She got some envelope. What is going on? So, Billy Eilish did that, right? Kanye gonna hop up all the black on social media and be like, and I'm paraphrasing y'all, but pretty much be like, hey yo, this is some passive aggressive, shady ass shit that you're doing. Um, you ain't slick. You, I would, I, I hope you have a converse until you have a conversation with Travis Scott. I'm not going to perform at Coachella because I see what you're doing. Y'all need to know that that wasn't Travis's fault. That shit was an accident. Let's be respectful. And, um, you know, stop, stop putting extras on this. (laughs) So it's a lot of, ooh, it's like a 50-50. Like, it's an OJ reaction. Like, you could tell all of one side is, um with Kanye and like yeah we noticed that shit and we we cool like we understand and then the other side is kind of like nah he knew better and la da 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 so I think I already touched on this so I'm not gonna go into a whole rant but I I'm kind of on the side of Kanye like we don't know how it was we we're never gonna know you know I'm pretty sure everything will be settled out legally and that that's a totally understandable process because that's serious 10 people passing away or getting killed or dying that's serious you got to really investigate that and maybe you need to chill out for a second um but you know there's a lot of variables involved you know we're we're just it's just something we don't need to like really kill and counsel him over and and then um you know so there's that that's how i feel about it ain't no need to call him demonic and all this other shit so and then i i also understand what kanye is saying like not and not to put it on billy illish i'm sure she's not racist or anything or i don't know but you know, it's kind of like, I think I spoke on it, like, black people just cannot make mistakes, can they? Huh? Like, Travis Scott cannot make a legitimate, genuine mistake, and some shit just be unfortunate circumstance. No, it has to be double extra, and then he has to be the example. Like, you know what I mean? Like, why do we need to be the example? Um what you call it um and I and I also get that artists they may be doing this and putting a little bit of extras on it just to not be so liable now that the climate's hot for this type of thing to happen and people definitely will sue you if they get a chance um so I get the extra like oh make sure they're okay but it's kind of like if you do it that's cool I've seen artists do it. I've seen artists do great crowd control. I go to a lot of concerts. I've been to a lot of concerts. So it's not like I'm never at a concert and all this other stuff. Given I've never been at a festival either. But I have been to many concerts. And I've seen enough where, you know, I I can tell if an artist has good crowd control. So... 
it's kind of like I mean people aren't dying from concerts every day to make it for to me it ain't like people are dying from concerts often for it to be a point where artists get put on the spotlight for doing that you know what I mean it's kind of like I, I I'm not gonna give you a cookie for shit that you should already be doing that's how I feel so I kind of get why Kanye is saying like hey stop putting extras on this shit because Kanye is a top tier artist and performer I'm sure as well I, I unfortunately have gotten to I haven't gotten to see Kanye but you know I can believe it so yeah and then and then but it's it's like Kanye everybody is doing this shit why are you picking on Billie Eilish and it just kills me because it's like goddamn for for um for a black guy that likes white women Kanye does not like white women like (laughs) you know like why are you picking on Billie Eilish like everybody's been doing this since the whole World thing like why are you poking at her like extra tough like goddamn so <laughs> it's just like funny because it's like okay that's random and then so he's talking about not doing Coachella until she talks to Travis Scott and apologizes or something of the sort and um why are these cars all up on my bumper? And so, um, fucking, I don't know, I don't know who started it at first. I couldn't see because it was just kind of a ra- weird thing. But, like, Cuddy was like, Kid Cuddy was like, I don't give a damn if you at Coachella or not. And Kanye was like, oh, really? I thought we were friends. And Kid Cudi is like, I don't give a fuck. Like, I'm the, I'm, I've been, like, I've been the best thing on your fucking album, like, ever. So, you know, you ain't shit without me either, kind of. And that's what I'm reading from this. And Kanye's like, oh, it's just because you friends with Billy Ellis. That's why you acted like this. And now he's all in his bag about Kid Cudi's reaction. And Kid Cudi called him a dinosaur. I was like, that is so disrespectful. Like, why are you calling Kanye a dinosaur like that? Like, bruh. Like, that is... To, it was funny as fuck, but it was so uncalled for. <laughs> like, why is that necessary? So all of this drama is going back and forth between Kid Cudi and Kanye West. And I'm just like, whoa, like, wait a minute. But Kanye is like, it's deeper. Like, you sit, you you cool with the nigga my wife is hanging out with. You defending this bitch that I'm making a point against. I'm standing up for my bro. Like, we need to be on code and shit as black men. And, um... And now you saying all this foul shit about me or saying all this smart like shit about me, which is kind of a point like Kid Cudi, you haven't had an album in how fucking long, how much, how fucking long. And you talking all this shit to Kanye. Um, I mean, I'm not a Kanye stan, but it, I'm like, I've heard Kanye give Kid Cudi his flowers. So it's kind of like. Why are you kind of selling out Kanye like that? And I don't know. I I love Kid Cudi and everything, but he's been on... This is kind of like starting to like play into a little bit of sus behavior. I know people be 
defending him wearing that dress in honor of Kurt Cobain and shit like that and painting his nails and black boys expressing themselves, which is totally fine. But I don't know. By her, let me put my Hertep hat on by Kente Hertep. I don't know, bro. Like, I I wouldn't. I mean, I don't know who started it, but like, don't get into Kanye. Like, don't don't. I mean, don't sell out Kanye. Like, you know what I mean? How the nigga, how the industry does y'all niggas. Like, don't sell out Kanye, okay? Because number one, let's keep it real. As a black man. Kanye is in a very good position of power where he is. If he just got his attitude together, he could be really productive. Number two, um, yeah, y'all been rocking for this long. Like, don't let what he's saying about Travis Scott and fucking Billie Eilish, like, get in the way of that. That's not even any of your business. Like, I mean, Coachella is one, I guess because it pertains to Coachella and all of that shit, but, like, don't get in that, like, no, she ain't gonna do shit for you, I don't think anyway, in my opinion, so, yeah, um, I'll just see, let's just see how this shit plays out, and then I do kind of get it, like, you're sticking up for this white girl, you hanging out with the dude that's messing with my wife, like, bro, like, what are you, like, what are you doing, so, I get why Kanye feels like, oh, it's getting kind of deep, like, nah, this ain't even about a, you know, the surface shit, and maybe something happened between them, I don't know, maybe Cuddy is, is genuinely feeling some type of way, um, but, like, yeah, it's kind of like, I don't know why Kanye picked on Billie Eilish. I don't know why, but it reminds me of a Taylor Swift thing. And maybe that's and maybe this is all performative now that I'm saying it out loud because this ain't nothing new. Kanye picking on a random innocent little not innocent, but a random little white girl like oh, okay. But let me put my Kente cloth hat on again. Everybody want to make an example out of us, shit. Like, I'm going to let Kanye make a fucking make shit uncomfortable. Like, yeah, like, stop fucking treating Travis Scott and stop treating niggas like they're not allowed to make a fucking mistake and process some shit and not be uncontrolled of some shit. Like, you know what I mean? Like, niggas really got to always do two steps better than a white person, but all these white motherfuckers can get a second chance, and it's kind of like, if, if, if Travis Scott really didn't give a fuck, how many other white folks don't give a fuck, you know what I mean, so anyways, um, there's my two cents on that, um, uh, what else has been happening, um, oh, Super Bowl, let's talk about the Super Bowl, Watched a little bit. Watched the amazing halftime show. Yada, yada, yada. Snoop was amazing. Dre was amazing. Mary J. Blige was amazing. Eminem was amazing. Ederson Pack on the drums was amazing. Um, Crip walking at the Super Bowl was amazing. Super Bowl being in L.A. was amazing. 
even though they ain't my team, an LA team, the Rams winning is amazing. Winning at home is amazing. Congrats to them, I guess. Um, shout out to my friends who like the Rams. I got a couple I know like the Rams. Um, so yeah, other than that, okay, everybody is talking about 50 Cent. So 50 Cent also performed with Dre and Snoop. Dre ain't going nowhere without Snoop, Eminem, and 50 Cent. End of story. Snoop is his brother, Eminem and 50 Cent are his kids. So, yeah, he's not going anywhere without them three. Um, so, of course, they're doing their greatest hits as an Interscope label and Death Row and all the family ties. Um, West Coast family ties. Uh, 50 Cent performed and randomly came out, which was cool. But the talk of the town is my man having some grown man weight. I love it uh because <laughs> it was so funny and everybody and what and 50 cent being a little extra fluffy is not funny it's normal like all love 50 cent love him grew up to his music still love his music get rich or die trying the album is just poetic like yeah i said it um all the love to 50 cent he still looks good too i'm not even talking shit at all Definitely, nobody looks the way they did when that album came out. So, this is all shits and giggles. So, everybody's talking about 50 Cent getting fluffy, right? Because, so, this is my experience watching it. I'm watching it, and I'm looking like, who was that acting like 50 Cent? Like, you know, Eminem's performing. Eminem be playing around and shit. So maybe, he, I don't, I don't want to, I, I didn't think it was bizarre from D12 because that's just a fat nigga. But I'm thinking like, who is this makeshift 50 Cent? Or is it somebody just acting like 50 Cent? Because 50 Cent don't look that fluffy. And then they zoomed in and it was like, oh shit, it is 50 Cent. And he was hanging upside down like in the end because he was performing in the club. So, everybody had the same thought process, was like, is that 50? Why he look extra fluffy? Because, you know, 54, like, when he dropped, get rich or die trying. I mean, I like Ludacris, but I'm just saying, like, I understand why people like 50, like, women like 50 Cent. Like, 50 was cut. Like, damn, 50 Cent was the standard. Like, boys wanted to look like 50 Cent, like... Yeah, like, 50 Cent was, like, a real, like, super fine thug, like, yeah, like, he, 50 Cent was, is what, like, J-Rock is, like, it's like, ooh, you trouble, you fine as fuck, so you can get it, like, yeah, yeah, so, um, yeah, 50 was cut, like, ooh, and he was cut for a minute, too. But, you know, with time and with stability and with age and, you know, eating good, you know, your hands ain't getting dirty no more, you ain't on tour, working out and shit, like, performing, in the work grind, you real, you know, you in the suits, yeah, you gonna get a little extra fluff. And don't get me wrong, 50 still look good. But it was just funny because everybody had the same reaction. Because he, you could just see it, you saw it, you see it more in his face. And so, I just want to talk about how motherfuckers is in their bag talking about, 
We need to stop talking about 50 Cent. We be talking about women positivity all day long. We got to be the same for the men. And it's just like, this is not the same fucking thing, okay? First of all, everybody know 50 Cent still look good, all right? First of all. Second of all, it's just funny because everybody had the same reaction. Third of all, us talking about 50 Cent having some older sugar daddy weight is not the same as butchering a woman and a bigger woman at that like Lizzo no you know what we're not even gonna make it about Lizzo it's butchering women like really putting the value on women's appearance like to ungodly proportions like women are dying on a surgery table because of the value system placed on women's bodies Nobody is, no nigga is dying from looking like 50 cents weight. So I'm gonna fucking joke, okay? Second of all, motherfuckers joke all day long about every type of woman's body shape, okay? Not just mamas with the fupa, no. Everybody talks about women's bodies, like every type of women's bodies they talk about average women's bodies they talking about fluffy women's bodies they talk about skinny women's bodies they talk about the barbie doll build a bitch bodies like there is no stopping it so miss me with that it is not the same thing like like i said women are dying on the surgery table literally just to look good or to feel like I'll feel better if I look this way, even for myself. Like, and I'm not shaming plastic surgery at all. If you want to get it, that's totally fine. And like, I think a lot of people just don't, because I know people who have gotten plastic surgery and I've been in the same circles as, you know, with people who are friends with people that have plastic surgery. And I mean... I kind of get the empowerment of it because it's like, yeah, you're like really investing in yourself and how you want to look, even if it's there, even if it's a shallow reason, you know, all the support because it takes, it does take a, it does take nerve to get up on that surgery table and make that decision, um, and go through a healing process. Like I heard, I heard discussion, you know, like. It's not the same as working out because you're actually putting the time and the effort and, you know, into your working out and dieting and, you know, everything. But, like, healing from that shit ain't no joke. Like, maintaining that shit ain't no joke. Yeah, it's a little, it has a little less integrity than working out and dieting. But, like, at the same time, it's like, I'm not going to take that in vain either. Like, so I can respect if you want to get plastic surgery. Like, you know, good for you. Because we would all do a little something if we could. Like, a little cosmetic, a little plastic surgery don't hurt. Like, and that's probably the L.A. in me talking, I'll bet. But, (laughs) you know what I mean? Shit, what I need to do is get some fucking laser hair removal and if I fucking could, I would get my neck fat out, like, and my back fat, like, let's keep it real, I can work on my fupa, that's fine, like, all that I can, I'll, and I would hire a chef, and a dietitian, and a personal trainer, yada, 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 like, but, like, yeah, like, get some, I don't know, maybe I could lose my neck fat if I worked out and diet, I don't know, we'll know when we get there, I'm gonna try, 
But, um, you know, like, miss me with all that. Oh, it's body positivity. Like, we can't, we can't come at 50 like that. And it's just like, please. 50 still look good. So I'm going to joke about the little extra sugar daddy fat. That's what I'm going to call it. The sugar, extra sugar daddy fluff. Like, he's sugar daddy now. Like, he ain't in the trenches anymore. What? I know, I get it. But it was just funny. But great performance. Uh, Kendrick showed up, um, which was awesome. It's like, oh, he makes you it makes you want more. I've seen Snoop and Kendrick in concert. Amazing, both of them. It was funny. It's funny. I when I went to the Snoop Dogg concert maybe two years ago, he actually did a majority of his songs from the Blue Carpet, which was the middle school album for me. And so I was like, it was real dope. So, um, great showman, great concert. Um, Do or Die, the group Twista was in before he, like, went solo. Um, OG Genesis was there. RJ, um, Mr. LA was there. And then for Kendrick, I saw him all with all of TDE, pretty much. So... Great show, great halftime. I see some fucking angry white people talking shit. We don't give a fuck. We gotta deal with that with that pop shit all the fucking time, and which is fine too. But I I like to see some hood shit. Like they in L.A. Like why wouldn't they have Snoop perform? Like y'all try to real hard to gentrify this shit, and they fucking reminded you yesterday. Heh. <laughs> I don't condone gang violence, but I do know it's a part of L.A. culture. And I mean L.A. County. Because Pasadena is ridiculous too. So, there's that. Um, so, yeah. Um, it was great. 50 Cent, still love you. You look amazing. It was just a shock to see how fluffy you really got. And somebody made a joke like he got a waist trainer on and he didn't want nobody to see his secrets. I was dying. I was like, not secrets. His secrets. <laughs> I wouldn't be mad. He could have did like a, um, like he could have had the bullet vest on underneath it to hide the waist trainer. Like, I don't, I don't think we would have seen it that much. Um... What else? Um, oh, and before I talk, before I leave, I mean, y'all know I got to talk about the my nigga, the baby. I fucking hate his, love hate his stupid rowdy ass, man. So the y'all already know the baby and Danny Lay, baby mama, baby daddy drama, yada, yada, yada. So Danny Lay's brother, long story short, fucking pulled up on the baby. He... I guess he'd been talking shit this whole time. So he pulled up the baby at the ba- to the baby at a bowling alley. Ba- the baby does what the baby do. He fucking swung, slipped, the whole thing got packed out by his niggas. Like, went back on IG talking all this shit. <sighs> I can't with this ridiculous ass mess. I really can't. Like, we gotta be focusing on more important shit, y'all. So... Daddy Lay ain't shit. Like, <laughs> I hate this 
girl like i really do she be like oh my gosh this is so ridiculous like girl you knew and i get it you're heartbroken i'm sure you are girl i'm sure you are but bish okay you knew what type of fool he was i would have been like okay i get it the whole back and forth that the condo or whatever you know i already spoke my two-piece like whatever i get it like you you made a scene it because you mad i i get it i i do i'm a bitch that makes a motherfucking scene so i get it. i don't care shit my bad the phone dropped so I get it. I'm a I'm a bitch that makes a ridiculous ass scene too. Even if I'm fucking wrong, I ain't gonna lie. I make a fucking scene. If I'm hurt enough. If I'm not hurt or if I'm completely done, that's when you it's like one of them things like if I didn't make a scene, get crazy, say stupid stuff, yeah, I'll probably be back when I cool off. Because yeah. But if I'm really, like, done, done, I am not wasting any more energy. Like, I'm not. Like, uh, you on your final straw, I'm getting quiet on you. So, I guess her brother was just trying to do some shit. And I can't be mad at him for that. You probably got pressure from your parents. This nigga did this to our daughter. You better go do something. You better go defend our family honor. Whatever that conversation must have been. I'm, and I, I can only assume that's the similar conversation. Because that's the only way I could imagine. I, I could have fucking imagined. Like your parents probably being in your, in your ear about some shit. Your baby daddy do. And especially if they're probably racist and colorist. Like a good handful of Latino people are. Um... I say a handful. I got love for my brown people. Don't get it twisted. I'm from L.A. I fucking get it. it. Ain't nothing but brown and black out here. Fuck the bullshit. Like, I love y'all, but I'm just saying, a handful of y'all. I know. I, I know the conversations because of how you treat babies. Mm-hmm. So, um. Anyways, so. I could only imagine what the fuck they were saying to both of them. Danny Lay for getting pregnant and then her brothers for not doing nothing about this shit. But at the same time, Nick, dude, you went up, you went up with the drama. Like, honestly, like, with the baby, based on this character he's shown, you carry something when you go address him or you bring you bring your own set with you because you're not gonna do no one-on-one -on -one with the baby like number one he's a damn near mega celebrity um he's gonna have security everything is gonna be all eyes on him he's gonna he's already with the shit so naturally and then you elevate that with his budget yeah he's it ain't it ain't gonna be good for you if you run up on this fool um so yeah, that's a recipe like it's kind of like how did you're like your sister bro how did you not see that this was a recipe for disaster for you <laughs> like 
Oh my God, like you're not going to come out on top with this nigga. And I don't mean to give the bully, because he a bully. I don't mean to give him all the excuses, but let's be real about this. For the sake of ego, because he could probably sue him and get a settlement. So he'll he'll get some money from him. He'll pay. And then his sister got the child support. So he gonna pay. Def believe he gonna he the baby gonna have to pay. That's gonna be he's gonna he's gonna get hit with a consequence. Oh um, but at the same time <laughs> How could you not see that involving yourself with this nigga is a recipe for disaster? And then you're at a bowling alley. You know you can't be on that damn floor with shoes on, fool. You ask it to look like you got your ass whooped. Like, bruh. Like, what are you doing? Like, and then it's like, you should have been did something if you felt this way. Like, I'm just saying, like, if I had a brother and he got a woman pregnant and it was all this drama, I probably wouldn't fight her, but I would, I like, I wouldn't need to go on social media and make an ass of myself. Like, I'll make my position known, like, yay, nay, or we gonna work some things out. Like... And at the same time, I would I would look at my brother like, you a grown-ass man. You got yourself in this predicament. Get your child support and deal with it. Like, I'm pretty sure they told her not to get with him. And I don't give a damn. There ain't no pillow talk that damn strong. There ain't no pillow talk that damn strong for me to fuck a reckless nigga raw. Yeah, you. It, it might be an accident one time, but not to the point where I'm number one getting pregnant. Number two, um, I'm not gonna let the nigga keep doing that. Like you sitting here on Instagram talking about all all the deep nitty gritty details and being like he reckless and da 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 da, and it's just like, well, I mean. You could say go get a condom, like, you could get on birth control, like, why aren't you on birth control, like, you're stupid for that, like, that ain't even no, like, that's, that's, you up your, you up your chances of, like, protecting yourself with birth control, like, why not, if you know, if you know you are with a reckless guy, and you are a grown woman, you don't need to hide shit from your parents, not like you're in high school doing this shit and all that other stuff you are a grown woman you could take your ass to the doctor and go get some quick birth control he ain't even gotta know like take that shit on your own time or get the iud do something but don't sit here and get yourself in a freaking mess you're like, come on, like, I fuck the racial shit for a second. Let's just talk common sense. Like, like, fuck the racial petty antics. Let's just talk common sense. And if you're a younger woman listener, I'm telling you, birth control is okay. Just take that shit properly. Protect yourself. 
Because you don't need to do anything serious without commitment or at least being in stable predicament. And not everybody, and, and I'm reaching with that, but yeah. So, it's like, just don't be young. Like, Danny Lay is ridiculous. Like, seriously. Like, <laughs> like you did this to yourself at some point. And it's like, stop getting your family into this. Like, that's so embarrassing. Why did you do that to your brother? Like, <laughs> why you send him out there? Or or get everybody in that nonsense? Like, uh-uh. That shit was hilarious, though. And it's just like... Like I said, how can you not see that this is a recipe for disaster? But, you know, I know what to expect. I separate the artist from the music. Hey, I got I listen to music depending on my mood. That's why I like trap so much. No, I ain't in I ain't in the trenches. And I do flick in my wrist but to something different like my bath products. But like um what you call it? It's just the mood. So the baby, his bullshit is just the mood. Don't I mean it's all about reading who you're around, like just read the room and that's what this girl and her brother failed to do was read the room like you know this dude is and you know what and i'm sorry i might be capping for an asshole or narcissist or whatever you want to call him but i'm just saying homeboy was at a bowling alley like clearly he was minding his own damn business let's just let's just ignore all the dramatics homeboy was at a bowling alley party and all this, and it's always something random. Like, I don't know, I don't think he, it looks too, it looks too normal to be staged. You know what I mean? Like, sometimes you can tell shit when people be staging shit. You know, like I said, like with the whole Kanye thing, like, is it a promotion? I don't know. Because sometimes this dude be caught up in random predicaments. Like, I think this one was legit, like, maybe, like, a what-the-fuck moment, because he was at a whole-ass bowling alley with his people, like, who even bowls anymore, that's what I'm saying, like, I haven't been bowling in, like, how long, so he's just having a normal posse out and at the bowling alley, and this girl who he has just drama with, I'm sure he don't like her anymore right now. He kicked her out of her, the fucking condo with his newborn. He clearly doesn't like her. Um, and now you're you, you're gonna fucking the brother is gonna show up out the fucking blue like three months after shit talking. That sounds like some keyboard warrior shit too. Like you gonna come all after the fact. But I'm just like, but he must be that. It, it had to be genuine. I don't want to call it stupidity, but genuine naivety to show up without any people so it looked like that shit was on i'm breaking this shit down it looked like it was on some impulse shit which re continues to make me believe that this was some genuine blind eye what the fuck shit for the baby like oh my god anyways i'm gonna go now it was great talking to y'all once again happy valentine's day use protection eat your fruit drink your waters get everything fresh for your boo thing and have a good day. Until next time.